five, four, three, two. I got nothing but love for you, baby. Uh-huh. I got nothing but love for you, honey. Yeah, I got nothing but love for you, baby. What you got? I got nothing but love for you, honey. Yeah, I got nothing but love for you, baby. Uh-huh. I got nothing but love for you, honey. Yeah, I got nothing but love for you, baby. All right, everybody, it's time for Oliver Happy Hour. We are back again for another week of Oliver Happy Hour. This is Daisy O, your girl, every time I'm ready on a dime. And, you know, what do I say every time, you guys? One time. Ready for the show. Daisy O, always here for the show. Daisy O, ready for the show. All right, I'm here with my, with my lovely siblings, Debbie Dev. Debbie Dev here in the building. And Darren Darren. Hey there. Hold there. Hi there. How's it going, everybody? Darren How's Darren, it going? Name is so nice. You got to say it twice. Yes. Y'all, it's May 17th of 2020. We done been through some things. And, you know. The months Devin's birthday was yesterday. We want to shout out to our sister. Happy happy birthday! Happy birthday, Debbie Dev Taurus season. Thank you, Devin. How you feeling? I feel good. You know, Daddy asked me today. He said if I um if I feel any different. I said no. I feel the same. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, the big thirty three. Yes, the G. They call it the Jesus year. The Jesus year. The now, Jesus. You know, Jesus died at 33. Now, I'm not trying to die, okay? <laughs> but, you know, I am here alive and well. I'm healthy uh, amid this COVID 19, you know, but yeah, I'm here. Another year. Another Glad. Year. I'm grateful. <laughs> We made it, y'all. Yes. Um, you know, we're going to start it off like we do every week with our new new music. Darren is going to, uh, you know, lead us off with um, some Chris Brown and Young Thug. They came out with a new album. Who'd have thought that they would uh, be a Link duo? Up. That's really interesting. So it's a whole album called Slime yeah. and Bee. Where they I actually left. love it, y'all. Really? You like the album? I like it. So this is more like a, it's not an official release. This is like one of the mixtape, basically, things that they just released out for streaming services. It's not a studio release, right? This, mm-hmm. one, this one's called Go Crazy. So what is it, Devin, about the song? I don't know. I like the beat. And then I just love Chris Brown. Like, that's, he's, that's my guy. Like, I just love him. Forever fan. Yes. Real talk. You, I mean, yeah, he, he always comes out with good music. <laughs> They're always feeling Chris Brown this, stuff. But this, but this song, it just make you feel good. It's like a, it's like a pre-summer, like, type of song. Oh, yes. Like, it makes you want to dance. Like, all his music right. makes you want to dance. Yeah. Well, any any other songs off of this album because it it has thirteen tracks on it. Yeah. Um. I think it's two songs after this song. I forgot. I think it's called. I got time. Um, I got time. Yeah. That's with uh featuring Shad the God. 
He said he got time today. It's a bop. It's a bop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, no, don't be a stranger. I got, 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 I City girls. I like this song. Let's listen to Undrunk before we close out. This is oh, that's the one I don't like. Oh, featuring Too Short D40. I don't like it. I don't get it. It's a club song. Bay Area song. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, why? Why are y'all talking about Undrunk? I'm confused. We wish that we could get on drunk. Oh, I wish I could get on drunk. Out of all the songs, this is the one I don't like. She said, I like your songs. I want to give you this thing all night long. She took them off the door. The song and said, Daddy, can you take me home? I said, Bitch. No. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, I guess I shouldn't expect any different from my boy, too. Sure. Okay. Okay. It's pretty consistent. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I said, bitch. <laughs> right? Like, wait, what? <laughs> I, think, I think in the studio they were like, come on, man, you gotta say it. You gotta say it in this record. Right. This, this mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on from uh Chris Brown and his new album, uh let's let's listen to Kaylani's new new uh studio release. Um her sophomore, this is her second, I mean this is her sophomore studio album. Yeah. And it's called it, it was good until it wasn't. Beautiful artwork. I'd get this on vinyl because just the picture, just the artwork itself. Yeah, the picture is- you guys don't know what the artwork is, is that she's standing on top of like a wicker chair with a water hose and she's trying to look over her neighbor's yard over the brick fence. Yeah. But when you look on the back of the CD cover or the, the album, then you see that behind her, her whole house is on fire. Wow. So it's like she over here worried about somebody else's business, yet her shit right. is on fire. She got the right. water just dripping in the sidewalk. Right. You know, on, on the concrete. Yeah. Right. It's like she needed to refocus. You know, she was distracted by that relationship, why right. she, you know, right. coming back to refocusing. They wasn't together that long. How long were they together, though? Maybe Only like four months. Four, yeah, four, but four. but you know what? Honestly, I think they were like on and off for well, a few while years. Before. But that was decided different. to come pop public, right? And then it became public. But yeah, this album definitely is. I think a reflection on. That. I like it. This one's called "Can I" featuring Tory Lanez. Any other songs coming off of this? Um, 
This one's called Change Your Life featuring Janae. I like that one. I'm going to fast forward. She has another feature. It's very good. Yeah. Okay, this is another good album. You know. Yeah. This is a like nice driving album. Yeah. It sounds like it's a, this is like something to cruise. I mean, it's like some LA. Baby. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't get it. People from across the country. I don't know how they drive and how they do stuff. But when an artist lives in LA, you know when they make some LA bass music, right? Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's just me. <laughs> huh? You could just feel like right. it's meant to cruise. I feel right. like in LA, people want to be in a convertible, drop top, you know, down Sunset or off right. East Malibu, something. <laughs> Where, especially in LA, like where you could just play your music out loud and feel like mm-hmm. in a zone, you know, a zone out, right? Okay. Which one is this, Darren? So this one's called "Hate the Club" featuring Masego. Masego. Let me fast forward it. Yeah, I can see why she hate the club. That's why her and YG broke up. It's because he mm-hmm. was at the club. Means right. trying to get their number, trying to take them home. <laughs> yep, entertaining other chicks. Girl, you better spill the tea. <laughs> wow, she spilled it. Come on, really? Order another round and round and round. DJ say my name. DJ shouting me out. Hey. Order another round and round and round. Try wanna call you my name. Okay. Hey, you don't walk me out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like this is. I mean, it sounds like it's a very vocal album here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She even um she did an interview and she was just mentioning how like it's she was very transparent saying that she was, you know, referencing some of the songs are referencing her her recent um situation with YG and that was, you know, some of the motivation for her to write. So, um yeah. You know, but play Kaylani, y'all. It's going to leave us into the summertime. Did y'all hear that she... Well, we can talk about what's popping, but she had a little beef with uh, Ke- Keisha Cole. I meant to say that, but yeah. yeah we don't have to bring that up and what's popping. Yeah. Darren, you said Future. So Future, I mean, you know, we were out at, out at our uh, our childhood home. I mean, our, our family home in Compton. And we looked up above and we see... We see future high off life out now, written as a as a um as an promo. promo, which you hardly see nowadays, right? Right. Like who the hell is even outside? And you doing that shit over Compton? Exactly. <laughs> future, I appreciate you thinking of Compton and you wanting to do that. Maybe they were just practicing. Maybe they were gonna go over to Maybe. West somewhere. But <laughs> hella random though. Right, right. Future high off life out not uh, uh, out now. But um, so yeah. So this is it. This is the life is good remix featuring Drake, the baby, and Lil Baby. 
see how the ice be there when I come to him retreat. It's easy, no, it's not. Nobody in the street. Pull turned up in the club, talk about heat. Got to pay my taxes, I go reach your knees. In another sex racket, you niggas would need me. Who calls in the racket and break her on the weekend? Have a ticket on vacation, I ripped up the beast. And she got me daddy, cause my money long. Mm. Okay, what you guys think? Man, I'm like not really into future, but you know, it's whatever. He always talk about how he high, drunk. I'm like, damn. Yeah, he but he actually mentions Lori Harvey. Huh? He actually mentions Lori Harvey in one of the songs. Wow. Um, how many sure Harvey did he go over here mentioning her name? He ain't never mentioned nobody else. What album is this, though? Is this like his. Seventh album. I don't know how many albums he's come out with. He comes out with an album like every year, almost. Right? Maybe. Yeah, pretty much. It's a but lot. the shit's not the same. It, it got. It got. You two, know the two, album two, that two I. Songs on it. The one album that I do like from him is Hendrix and um. Oh shoot! The one with the purple. Um, I don't know what that album is called. Dang. Oh yeah. There can you look at? Oh shoot, I don't know. Wait, hold on. It's only two albums that I really like from him. You know, I don't just smoke mouth, nigga. I don't have none of those damn songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it's Hendrix. Hendrix presents High Off Life. Um, high. I mean, maybe it's High Off. No, not High Off Life. That's high this off one, life. right? This is High Off Life. I know. Um, Hendrix. Hendrix came out. Future Hendrix came out last 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 year. Oh, the wizard. No, the wizard was what? You be having so many damn songs on this shit. Now be sounding the same shit. Yeah, that's my problem with them. To it. It's too hard to keep up with the same songs. That's nothing. Like nothing is different. Right, you talking about the same shit. You talking about you talking the same shit. I don't get high, Percocets, and all. You know, taking all these fucking drugs and shit. Like damn, nigga. Why don't you make a song about you running out of that shit? It was DX. Talk about, the, talk about the drive to the store, motherfucker, to get some new Percocets. Why don't you talk about that and talk about the flowers and shit you see on the side of the road? Or the bottle cans or the bottle caps. I don't I don't give a shit. Talk about something else. Bottle, 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 cap, cap, cap. DS2 that I like. DS2 is the album that I like. It came out in 2015. Oh, damn. Oh. Yeah. It was Hendrix 2017 and DS2 2015. Those are the albums that I really like, that I like. Mm. Well, we need to move on because we're not <laughs> the rest of the album. What's, you gave Lucas. him too much attention, child. Right. We have uh, Joyner Lucas featuring Will Smith. Yes. It's called Joyner Remix. Yeah, Joyner Lucas, he originally came out with a song called Will, and he was talking about Will. The video was pretty cool, too. He, like, referenced all his movies that he made, and then Will loved it so much, he hopped on a track. Nice. So it's the remix. Yeah. You feeling like me? I feel like a prince that turned up a king. Found me a queen. Started a family and got me a team. On top of my dreams, 
Joiner, I know you inspired by me, like I was inspired by Nelson Mandela. I give him a rose for every endeavor. A shout out to Julius Irving, one of the legends I worship. Muhammad Ali went to work and he was the champ, the greatest he earned it. I love that you think that I'm perfect, but I had plenty of mistakes and burdens. My grandmama thought I was worth it. She always guided me when I was searching. I wouldn't be me if it wasn't for her. If it wasn't for her. I wouldn't be Willie. I couldn't be me if there wasn't no Eddie. I wouldn't be Willie if I wasn't for Philly. Ain't nothing much that you really can tell me. Willie the all right, well, oh, Kiko Wall. I heard that him and Jay. He don't even. He not. He not cussing. That's why I, I do like. That's something like, I admire about Will. Yeah. He don't like everything is PG thirteen. Like he, right. ne right, he never really was was out there cursing. Talk about yeah. like even 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 Welcome to Miami. You know, like right, was, <laughs> right. right, right. No, he's always PG thirteen. I appreciate that about him. Like he's mm -hmm. consistent. All right, so why don't we just uh, switch it up? And this is a new track by Maya. What? Maya? Yeah, so this is right. called "You Got Me" Part Two. It's a single. When I showed up by myself, should I have my homegirl with me? Stay on track. Her voice is different. I don't know what it is. She's obviously getting older. But it's yeah. a little bit more slow. What was that? Child, she's been in the game for 20 years. Right. More than 20 insane. years. More than 20 years. Almost 25 years, basically. That's crazy. Wow. But she looks amazing, though. She looks right. really good. She has a great all right, so why don't we just move on to uh, this is called uh, She Think, and this is off of a new mixtape called Jake Tape Volume One. This is Buttery, uh, this is Buddy and Kent Jane. And, and Kent Jams. Buttery. This is Buddy and Kent Jams. Don't do that to Buddy. <laughs> Turned up with a new hot bitch. You wanna be with me, but I got options. What do you guys think? I mean, I like it. It's cool. I like yeah. it. It's a basic, you know, it's a simple beat. It's not like over. Um, what I'm trying to say, it's not like over, overdone. It's just a simple mm -hmm. beat, you know, singing. I like it. It's cool. It don't really have much bass in it or nothing like that. It's just right. real. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out if you have time. This is a new uh, mixtape from Buddy and Kent Jams. It's a 10 track uh, mixtape. This one's called Terrified. Oh, shit. What did I do? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one's called Terrified. Behind it, like the What the fuck? Is, why does it do that? 
Anyway, my computer is like. Oh, no. Uh oh. Anyway, let's just Uh-oh. go on to the next. Technical difficulty. Let's go on to the next one. Foul on the play. Right. <laughs> Foul on the play. <laughs> Last one is you know, my, my friend Selena Soto got a song. She's trying to come out with an uh, album, or she is coming out with an album, but working on different singles. This one, I think, is called Millie, which yes. was released recently. But I'm proud of my girl, Selena. You know, she, yeah. she, Thank you. she was on the Oliver Happy Hour before. Right. Join us again and talk about her album. But Darren, go ahead and play it. I know Selena can sing. I like it. She sounds good. Her voice is very, very, very smooth. Right. I like it. I mean, when she, you know, is uh, in the studio and, you know, focused and she's been writing a lot recently, she writes all her music and, you know, has been trying to put it together. So... I'm just proud of her. She's putting it out. You can download it on um, iTunes and Spotify and stuff too. So Hmm. she's about to release the whole album, but I'm excited for her. We're going to have her join next time or one of the next Oliver happy hours. Yeah, I'm excited for her too. She sounds good. Yeah, she does. So again, that's uh, Salina Soto, and that's called uh, Millie. Right, right. Salina, Salina. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we about to get into what's popping. Hey, what's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? This is not working, okay? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? What's popping? All right, then what's happening? Child, we can't do I'm, this. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm tripping. My bad. I just wanted to make fun of it. Oh, my Dude, God. What did you do? You were, like, doing some funny stuff. <laughs> I'm just turning my camera on and off. That's all. Child, I'm okay. like, what? Some real high tech. <laughs> you know, but Deborah, what's popping this weekend music? Well, we are going to say rest in power to Little Richard. Yes. Betty Wright, and Andre Harrell, and Fred Willard. These people all passed away since our last Oliver Happy Hour. Um and you know, it's really sad to see all of uh these people in 
singers and really, I would say, amazing contributors to the arts uh, pass away. So let's just send our condolences, continue to their families. Um, but we just wanted to highlight them um, as well. But I know for, you know, Little Richard and Jerry Stiller and... I'm not really sure who Betty Wright is. I'm sorry. But I know those, um, they lived a pretty good life. Yeah. I know Rich, um, little Richard, I had saw a video of him. He looks completely different. Of course, he didn't have his hair. Mm -hmm. He was darker skinned. I mean, I guess that was his, you know, you true no reflection. Makeup no makeup on. But he had, you know, recommitted his life to the lord to wow. to jesus christ and um he was just he had just committed himself to spreading the good word right. and i believe um he was you know he lived a good life now andre harrell that, that was yeah that came by surprise and everybody you know from mary j blige to p diddy everybody you know that he has worked with um they were very surprised and they were very saddened by it. Um, and yeah, his may his may his soul rest in peace. And the family and friends, we we're praying for all you know the people that we just mentioned. We we're praying for their family and friends um, at this time of loss. Uh, it was very unfortunate for. That's yeah, Andre Harrell, you know, he was just talking about uh, the a, a few days before he had passed away. He was just on Babyface's Instagram because Babyface on Mother's Day was going to do a live, you know, IG session where he was going to be talking about the making of the Waiting to Excel soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. And, right, and he had right. posted the Instagram story about it. And, and, and Andre Harrell, he, he had commented on it and he was talking about, oh, man, you better tell him about the time we were in the parking lot of the Beverly Hilton and yeah. you played for me, uh, um, Not Gonna Cry. And, 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 you know, I had asked you, who are you going to get for that? And boy, did we not even realize like how big this was going to be? You know, exactly. Right. That song, Not Gonna Cry. And, right. You know, an, an anthem, really. Right. You know, and, and so it's just real sad uh, to see him go just so unexpectedly. And um, yeah, I know it was definitely a, a shock. Yeah, it was a definite shock. Well, he, he was 59, too. Yeah, so very young. Yeah. Again, our condolences, rest in power to all those, um, you know, that are, are leaving uh, their physical bodies. Yeah. Earth, you know? So um, I did want to kind of bring up also, Devin, you mentioned Takashi 69. He tried to say that Snoop Dogg is a rat, but he was, Takashi was just uh, released from prison and tried to come after Snoop and maybe some right. other people right. in the industry about being a rat. But I don't know. Meek Mill. About, oh, he tried to <laughs> what? Mm -hmm. Now, okay, so Takashi, mind you, he just came out with this stupid ass single that freaking skyrocketed. I don't even know why people like it. It's very stupid. Um, but he came out with the single and it, like that's something that he was, you know, boasting about saying, you know, how I come out of jail and I'm, you know, number I'm the number one trending and blah blah blah. And they said like he went on live and he had like two million people watching him or something like 
and yeah, it's just he's just a troll, basically. Oh, and I feel like Meek Mill he gave him too much attention because Meek Mill just had a son. Right. He just had a son. Like, why are you on Instagram or why are you even talking about this dude? Well, you should be enjoying your time with your son. Yeah. And that's something that he kind of that stupid Takashi had like pointed out. And I was just like, dang, Meek, like just enjoy your son. Like he's not even worth it. Right. Um, so he was, you know, calling Meek Mill was calling Takashi out and saying that he was, you know, a rat and blah blah blah. Then Snoop, um, he has said something about him. Like he had posted like a subliminal or whatever, and then Takashi, he had uh, commented about it, saying like, "How are you calling me a snitch when you out here working for the police too?" And he had played this video um, of Suge Knight saying that um, you know snitches like or um, people who go to jail and then don't do their time that they're working for the police and um i guess snoop he he responded saying that um him and suge knight they got the same lawyer they're not beefing like if he snitched on suge knight then they wouldn't be cool what is he and, even talking about? but what is takashi even talking about because if he was even referring to the fact that snoop had a case that he ended up being acquitted of of the charge yes. So I don't know yeah. what, what Takashi, this guy, he's been putting too much fucking dye in his hair. And maybe it went down to his fucking brain cells. But I don't even see how this guy has even $200,000 to try and donate to a charity. Somebody right, that's something that, that he did. You know, that's they do. They need to get that motherfucker. Shut him the fuck up because he is nothing but a fucking big, fat, stinky rat. A fucking rainbow colored rat. Yes. Yeah, he is a rainbow colored rat. You are right. He is horrible. And then he wanted to donate the two hundred k to the to the kids' uh, charity. They denied the two hundred k. But then he has a child that he doesn't even support. Yeah, he's like okay. Like, how are you so quick to help other children when you're not even helping your own child? Like, I'd what are you surprised about? if he like doesn't end up back in jail, you know? But honestly, I just want to move on from him because yeah. it's a, like you guys. He disrespected Snoop was where he he fucked up to, to begin exactly. with. Exactly, he should have never. You know, and anybody, you know, there's very few people who I would just like probably just like support wholeheartedly because I don't think Snoop Dogg would do any crazy shit. Snoop right. Dogg is a smart guy. I mean, right. yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, he, he, he's like Stevie Wonder in my book, you know, just one of those people who's just like, damn, like, hey, look, you know, you, you get props all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's Uncle Snoop, you know? <laughs> you know, it's all good. But um, what about this other story in music about Mo Fane from, uh, who is, the, how do you pronounce his name? Mo? I don't know. Devin, how, you watch Love and Hip Hop, don't you? Love and Hip Hop at They just call, his name is just, they call him Mo. Um, Mo. He was, he's the ex-husband Mo. of one of the cast members of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, um, Carly Red. Uh-huh. Um, he put her through some, he put her through hell. She goes, you know, um, elaborates on what he put her through um, on the show. But all of this, like him being arrested, 
for using a half a million of the stimulus SBA loan. Like, well, 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 let's let's set up the story. It's one point five million. I'm sorry, I typed it wrong. But he was recently arrested oh. by the feds for using one point five million of the stimulus funds given by the Small Business Administration uh, for his own personal benefit. So some of the things that he bought was a Rolls Royce. So he got a current artist. Well, he paid forty thousand dollars in back child support. He bought a whole bunch of cars and clothes and all kinds of shit. So he, because he got $2 million in, in, in advance. And they found out that already he spent the money on, on buying a new car and Are shit. Are you kidding me? Stupid. Yeah. Wow. He just got this money. He just got this money. Wow. Carly Red was smart because she, like, even when I was married, she still had her house. She didn't really, like, um, I don't think they, like, consolidated. They bank accounts or like they they didn't join like their funds together so Carly Red just exited stage left like oh no you ain't gonna take me down with you right because he's stupid why do you think that the guy like whenever you get money from the government that's some real tracking shit like they're gonna yes motherfucking expenses they go ports he was just dumb he was trying to get off on the system but the system worked him because he about to go to jail so it is what it is. Don't be dumb out here. The The main point of this story is don't be dumb out here in these streets trying to take the government money, thinking you're going to get over. Be correct. You know, if you need the money, obviously get it, but spend it appropriately on yes. your Like, you should be using it for business purposes, okay? And if you pay yourself, that's cool, but not, like, erroneously. That's just in excess. And the government... Really? He got a Rolls Royce? he's stupid like don't be out here stupid folks um you know we did kind of want to switch gears and talk about commencement time because it is the mid it is mid-may and through june you know we have a lot of commencements and graduation ceremonies from elementary to um college and uh post-graduate degrees Mm -hmm. So we just want to give a shout out to all the people. Hi, everybody. Gotten there. Maya, thank you for that beautiful introduction. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Darren had queued up a speech because President Obama gave a speech yesterday to our uh, graduating class. And Oprah and a whole bunch of other celebrities on Friday also gave a speech to make this time memorable um i definitely think that like it's something not everybody is getting so even though we are in quarantine they can't fully celebrate right i have a speech from obama and oprah and the likes and bill clinton also spoke as well i mean these are pretty well-known individuals to send their congratulatory messages and also just give hope to the world because trump so darren go ahead and play um a portion of obama's speech Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, sorry for the uh, <laughs> interruption. <laughs> I mean, this hey, my computer is tripping today. Shit, I didn't call Apple. Uh-oh. Oh, gosh. Good. Anyway, let me go ahead and use technology to share some of these things. And our democracy only work when we think not just about ourselves, but about each other. It's also pulled the curtain back on another hard truth, something that we all have to eventually accept once our childhood comes to an end. You know, all those adults that you used to think were in charge and knew what they were doing, turns out they don't have all the answers. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. A lot of them aren't even asking the right questions. Mm. So if the world's going to get better, it's going to be up to you. Mm. That realization may be kind of intimidating, but I hope it's also inspiring. Mm. With all the challenges this country faces right now, nobody can tell you, no, you're too young to understand, or this is how it's always been done. Because with so much uncertainty, with everything suddenly up for grabs, this is your generation's world to shape. Yeah. Well, well I'm one of the old, yeah, old guys. I'm that old. was uh, yes, that was that was President Obama right there giving it, giving it to us. And I think that was a, a good core highlight of his uh, of his speech. Um, you know, just the talking about that. Yeah. That he's doing this, and he's not even the president anymore. Like, have we even heard anything about Trump trying to freaking do anything? Like any commencements for the class of 2020? That motherfucker don't care. He don't care about nobody graduating from shit. That should show you right there. He's so absorbed. That motherfucker didn't even even offer to say nothing. Right. But also nobody wants him to say anything because he's a liar, a thief, a cheat. He is like the epitome of everything wrong in this nation and everything disturbing uh, to the global economy. So, no, we don't want you to speak about the future of the lives of the people that are graduating and moving on to better things. You don't represent the influence over their lives that's positive. So at all Trump to speak. But Obama sure does. We definitely miss him. Okay, (laughs) We miss him. (laughs) Hey, we miss Obama in office and the Obamas in general, man. But go ahead and check that out. It's probably on YouTube. You can check out all the different speeches as well. We like to talk about TV and what's popping because we're in... uh, Wait, Daisy, you forgot to talk about Versus. What about that? Versus Battles. Oh, I can't even see that. Devin, uh, it's not updated in my notes. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah, so Devin, why don't you talk about the versus battle? Okay, so um, IGE Live, there have been artists that have been battling each other. Um, last week, um, there was a versus battle between Erica Badu and Jill Scott, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people... Um, we're saying that they were talking a bit too much, but I caught the last hour and a half of it, and I and I really enjoyed it. Um, I feel like Jill, she is such a breath of fresh air. Like she's so sweet, and she's like her music is bomb. Like it's just, she's always about positivity, good vibes. Same with Erica Badu. Like they get they was giving each other love. They was giving each other props. You know, when at one point Erica's live had went down and um Jill, she picked it back up. Like she um Erica, she was playing one song and so she um her phone like had died or the, the iPad had died. And so Jill, she just picked it back up, start playing the song that she that Erica was trying to play, and she just waited. I'm sorry, the Nellie's outside. But um, she she picked it back up and waited until Erica got back on live. And because y'all know technology, it's just crazy. It's unpredictable sometimes. So um, yeah, they were just, you know, really supporting each other. And um, 
man, they got some hits. They was having, they was playing songs that I didn't even, um, I hadn't even heard before or whatever. So they also, um, Apple Music also um, has their playlist that they, all the songs that they play. Okay. So I've been playing that playlist um, this past week and oh my gosh, it's just, it's bomb. I love that. I didn't even know that. I'm going to have to download that. Yeah, yeah look it up. Look well, it up. Well, I become relevant. You know, I think they've been doing a good job at really, like, staying, staying on track. Yes. Life. But the other and, battle yesterday was between Ludacris and, and Nelly. Now, I didn't yeah. get, a, get a chance to catch the whole thing. I caught, like, a little bit of it. I really wish uh, it wasn't that good. The beginning of it, I was really, I was disappointed because Nelly, his service was messing up. He was talking and you could hear him. Ludacris, like, he was trying to tell him, like, he was like, all right, let's try and get it together. Like, his <laughs> Nelly stuff was just going in and out. And Ludacris, but it, it was just random because every time Ludacris played a song, uh, played one of his songs, Nelly, like, he would calm down and just be, like, bobbing his head or whatever, and vice versa. Like, every time Luda played his song, or every time Nelly played his song, Nelly would be all hype and stuff or whatever, and Ludo would just be looking like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> they really wasn't, like, bigging each other up like that, like how Erica G was. So, I don't know. Like, that was playing a hits, though. That but I feel like, they, yeah, I mean, just like we were talking about yesterday, Devin, uh, uh, during your birthday celebration, as we were just talking about the differences between Nelly and Luda, it's like, yeah, I don't even know if they have the same real like loyal fan base because it's just like they they were around around the same time. Yeah, but they like filled in each other's gaps, you know, in terms of right. like Nelly got club bangers, but Ludacris I feel like is a more versatile performer. Yes, at least in my uh, opinion, because he he has more uh, he has better features. lyrics and features. Has, I think he has better lyrics and he has better like he's featured in a lot of different things too. Yeah, so and, yeah, I don't know. I just, I I would pick Ludacris over Nelly because I'm just a Ludacris fan. I'm a Nelly fan, too. Um, I know it, <laughs> yesterday when we were discussing um, all the Nelly hits and the Ludacris hits, um, Elijah, he had <laughs> reminded us of all the Nelly hits. Um, and I don't know, like, they both had, they both had hits. My bad. I remember Dominic used to have this up in the Paseo. My bad. I, 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 this, all, this is a sweatsuit. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's cool. Yes. More versus battles are going to be coming out. I, I just like the nostalgia, you know, going back. Yeah, I think that the, I know the nostalgia. The next one they're talking about is um, Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. Keisha Cole ain't got that many hits. Actually, she does. He does? Because well, they came out, like, they posted a whole list. And I was surprised to see Ashanti. I mean, Ashanti, like, she does have hits. Yeah. Keisha Cole, she has hits, too. They they had a good 15, 20 songs on the list. And I was like, well, dang. 
I can only, off the top of my head, I can only think about three or four Keisha Cole hits. I'm sorry that you know that's all I can think of. Yeah, but you know Keisha Cole, last, she was doing a lot of features too. Yeah, right. song last night is one of them. That's the only one I can think of. Last night, the you need to give if he don't wanna. Well, love yeah, that one. Keisha. And she got love. She has love. She has um that's three. Oh shoot. Right, I, don't one. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> but they do have a whole list already. So I mean, hey, I don't know. That that's what they're talking about right now. Okay. Well, I heard that. Well, we're gonna check out the next versus battle and have an update for y'all. But being able to download the tracks after they happen, I think that's super dope. Yeah. No, also on what's popping, we talk about TV. This is what I was getting into. Um, But uh, on Netflix, there's a documentary called Circus of Books. And it's about this family that owns a bookstore in L.A. And turns out this bookstore is like the epitome of gay porn from back in the day. It started in like the late 80s. So it's where all of the gay men or the LGBTQ community went for the porn before the internet came out. Oh, wow. (laughs) But come to find out, this family is like a Jewish family. The mom and dad didn't want any of their children's friends or the parents to know what they did. Uh, It was super under wraps, but they (laughs) were making a whole lot of money off of it. And the mom is super religious. Like... (laughs) What? Yeah, it's like she was going to temple. Yeah, she was Jewish. She's Jewish. So she was in temple like every week, you know, every other day during the week. Um, Super religious, but she had this business on the side. Um, But it's a really unique documentary. It's only about an hour and a half. It just kind of talks about how the porn industry switches. When it switched to the internet, it kind of took away the um, mom and pop shops <laughs> that existed. Oh. Um, and her daughter, I think, is actually the one that records it. But what what it reminded me of, Darren, is all of those home videos that you would create, you know, from back in the day. Because it, it just has <laughs> a lot of their home videos in it. Um, so oh, wow. Of their story being told. Um, but I, I just watched it last night and was like, yeah, that was funny. Well, part of it as well is that their that, like their customers were aging. Like in, I remember her talking about in the in the documentary that like one of her customers came in in a, with a walker, you know, up yeah. in there to buy. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey. you, don't to, you don't want to watch any, any porn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the old guy was in there with a walker trying to buy, trying to buy. She was like, she's like, our customers are are like aging, so like we need to like get out of this. Yeah, yeah. we need to get out of this business. I mean, a, a good portion of it too talked about the AIDS epidemic and how that impacted their business as well as some of the. Oh. Um, so it was a lot of history within it that I kind of really enjoyed like learning about also. But being in LA this whole time, Darren, you said you passed by what? all the time. They used to, they had a location in Silver Lake and a location in West Hollywood. I used to drive by it all the time. What? So, I never known. Right there on sunset. I had no oh, idea. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I just go to the bookstore. Like, okay. Dang, right. that's very interesting. Yeah, check that out. It's called Circus of Books on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Darren, you also wanted to bring up 
LA originals on Netflix and kind of yeah. highlight it again. Yeah. So that was a documentary that I just saw uh, um, on Netflix, but it's a um, really great about, uh, about, um, you know, uh, tattoo artist and a photographer who based out here in, you know, East LA, you know, from mm-hmm. original roots and really how they, you know, they started with Cypress Hill and how, uh, what's his name? Oh, ooh, man, I'm forgetting his name. But, you know, one of them becomes a, a, a major tattoo artist. And mm-hmm. like, he does all the major tattoos for all the celebrities. Then the other oh. one, who was also a tour manager for uh, Cypress Hill back in the day. And, and, and he went on to become a, a music video director uh, for many different artists. So, I mean, I, I think it's a really great film just talking about how basically how kind of graffiti art or just like how that that art that we've seen a lot of our lives, you know, whether or not it's, it's been on low riders, like that artwork, or even just the right. from yeah. airbrushing t-shirts or mm-hmm. from right. having a, a, a significant style, like a, a type font when they're doing mm-hmm. graffiti or when they're typing something. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. drawing something. So really just how that art has become mainstream art nowadays. It has. I mean, yeah. Just and, and in part because of them, you know, because of, of them, because and, and he says something like really, really good uh, um, in, in terms of talking about how, like, you can be the best artist in the world. But if you're in some small town and nobody sees it, then it, it's, it, it means nothing. Yeah. You know, and how just because, you know, we were, you know, they were in L.A. and mm-hmm. Hollywood and, and, you know, being around people really helped. Yeah. yeah. That's dope. Have you guys um, gotten a chance to watch Michelle Obama's Becoming on Netflix? Yes, I actually got a chance to uh, watch it. It was really good. Um, She just talks about her upbringing. I mean, you know, in the book, that's what she talks about, her upbringing. But it follows her, like, on her book tour. Okay. Um, She talks about, like, just how she came about, um, how her and um, Barack met. And then it shows like Barack surprising her, like he loves to surprise her. Um, He came out um, and I think their relationship is so sweet. They're so sweet to each other. But um, she's just like an around the way girl. Like she came up, she grew up on the South side of Chicago uh, you know, from a working family and worked her way up. She graduated from, was it Princeton? I want to say Princeton, y'all. I don't know. I think it was Princeton or Yale. I don't know. It was one of those prestigious colleges. But um, she, um, it just follows her. And, and also she, um, what's her daughter's name? Her oldest daughter. Shane. Malia. Yeah. Malia. 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 She um she starts to talk and then you you see like how she's grown into herself and you know she's she's become a very well-mannered young lady. Um and it's just I don't know, it's, it's a nice documentary. That's yeah. cool. Well you it's to- only like an hour and a half. It's oh. not that long. Someone okay. definitely to check out, yeah. 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 We gotta yeah, I have to watch it myself. Well, I've been binge watching today, uh, Dead to Me on Netflix. With I finished it. (laughs) Well, it features Christina Applegate and I think another actress. I don't remember her name, but I just love Christina Applegate from Married with Children. Just right back in the day, 
She I just love is, her humor and sarcasm. Oh, gosh. She's so funny. I can't explain so funny. how funny she is, just in the very undertones of her mannerisms. Yes. Oh. But this show is like based on her becoming best friends with the woman that, can I say? No, Devin, you can't. Don't give it out because if people. No, have- but. Oh, no. If people okay. haven't been watching it, you're going to ruin... Okay, so just watch it because it's a lot of... Devin, don't be the spoiler, okay? That's what I was like, <laughs> can I say? Wow. <laughs> but you got to watch it because it's a lot of spins and turns. It's a, it's actually a really good show and it's on its second... It's The second season is already done. Yeah. Um, and I do hope they come out with the third because I could already tell it's bomb. They have to come out with a third day because the end Uh-oh. of the end of the last episode of the second season is it has to be a third season. Had to, okay, got it. It has got to. I gotta catch up then. I can't wait. Ugh. Yeah, when I say this show is so good and it's 30 minutes, so it's like a quick like I mean, why y'all quarantined or whatever? This is a good show to just run through. Right. Darren, you were talking about the last OG, Keenan Ivory Wayans, um, is the showrunner. Well, yeah, I think on uh, Happy Hour 99.25, <laughs> I uh, talked about how I was excited to see that uh, after I looked at the first episode of the last OG, that Keenan Ivory Wayans had wrote it, co-wrote it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. And I found out that he's the showrunner this season. So we're writing most of the episodes, but I would still encourage, you know, you all to check it out. The third season of The Last OG. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting show. You know, Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish. um, Cool. Great, great, uh, great show. Yeah, well, let's check it out. And what's this The Last Dance finale tonight? What is that? about The Last Dance? It's it's the ESPN documentary about the final season of with the Chicago Bulls in the 97-98 Oh, I heard that that was really, really good. Yeah, last time. Now, some, some, like Ken Burns, he was like, you know, Ken Burns, the guy who makes documentaries, he was like, oh, that's not a real documentary because Michael Jordan has like a final say so about what what is uh, released. But I'm like, shit, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if it's his personal fucking diary. People go, what happened? He's talking more about the situation than he has before. And Michael Jordan don't even talk like that. So we got to get what we can get. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, Kim Burns, I appreciate you, but stick to them damn depression era videos and shit. Will you just look yeah. at and shit? You don't even be talking to no motherfucking body. You just be looking at pictures and shit all the damn time, making up their own damn story. So, Ken Burns, look at the last dance. Maybe you'll be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard it was really good. I got to check it out, too. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're going to switch into COVID-19 updates because there's been a lot of changes and things that have happened. You know, some states have opened up, like Texas and Georgia, um and we were finding Vegas too, I think. Uh Vegas also not completely open, but they opened up businesses for sure. Right. Not right. casinos or anything, but mm-hmm. but essential businesses, um, but then also things like hair salons and mm-hmm. shops and yeah, grocery stores and malls and things like that. Um, but there is a documentary that came out called Plandemic that's been kind of working its way through the scenes and the undertones. 
Um, but people aren't really able to fully watch this video because it's been taken down numerous times from mm -hmm. YouTube and Facebook. Why? That's questionable as to why these platforms are taking down this content. Right. Um, because I do find it very informative. I was able to watch it um, about a week and a half or so ago. Uh, and as well. I mean, there's some conspiracy theorists out there, and the story is essentially following a woman who has a little bit more information about viruses uh, mm -hmm. because she's worked behind the scenes in mm -hmm. the health organization and CDC with people like Fauci and other people. Mm -hmm. Long story short, if you do get a chance to watch this documentary, I highly recommend it. I guess it's watch part, it. part one and a part two. Some people are skeptical. Obviously, you know, you still want to be safe and wear your masks. But for me, the history and the information that's presented definitely brings about a lot of questions mm -hmm. regarding the, um, the media, politicians, um, and also scientists uh, that work for World Health Organization and the mm -hmm. Center for Disease Control. Um, it brings up about a lot of questionable um, actions or information that's being spread. But um, for, for the information is primarily about um, creating more fear in humans than really solving this problem. Right. The virus. So if I could just put around a whole theme of it, it's like these people are just trying to create fear and it's fear mongering more so than it is trying to find a cure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just check it out. That's all I'm going to say about that because you can't really watch it. And I don't want this video to be taken down from YouTube because I'm talking about it. Right. So, <laughs> that's probably what's going to happen. I just want to say Fauci is a fraud, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't believe what he's saying. Well, I don't believe everything that he says. You watched the video, Devin? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> Motherfucker's just a damn doctor. He's just saying people just stay the fuck home. I don't know. But I haven't watched it, so I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. But I don't know about him. A lot of people after they watch it, they have a lot of questions and Exactly. He is very questionable. Right. Um LA Beaches have also opened just switching gears. LA Beaches opened on Wednesday. The um the mayor, as well as the governor, closed down California beaches, also in Orange County, as well as LA County. Um, but now they're back open. However, there are restrictions. So with the rollout, we are, I think, in phase two, which is to open up the beaches, but you can't sit down. You can't stop and play. You got to keep to be active. You have to be active. You also have to wear your mask, stay six feet away from people. And there is still no parking. So just keep that in mind. But the beaches are open. Um it sounded like I said the bitches are open. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to take one of those. Newsom also is proposing cuts to California's California state spending that includes major cuts to um, state and government related uh, areas like schools. So from K through 12 schools, as well as community colleges, he's cutting back major funding. Um, also for higher education, there's furloughs and um, going to be a 10% pay cut for all 
uh, state workers as well. Um, so just kind of be aware of, you know, what's happening with COVID-19. There's a lot of changes. Um, a lot. A lot of changes that are going to affect us in the coming years. This is not something we're going to recover from, you know, it's overnight or in the next month. Right. <laughs> Um, but, you know, in Texas and Georgia, where they have opened up, they're finding thousands and thousands of new cases of COVID-19. So let's just continue to be careful, even though things are opening up slowly. I do think maintaining our distance, which I've always liked anyway, like there's no reason if I'm in a club or somewhere in general for you to be in my face. Bag, bag. Always like, I, I was just telling Mary this, like. Give me my personal space back. I'm actually enjoying this. Like, I want my personal space. Don't just think you can come yeah. into my space and right. talk. Like, no, that's not how it's right. So we get in our personal space back now, and I love it. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh, For the introverts, um, this is wonderful. Right, it is. It's super wonderful. I'm going to switch to... Politics. Anyway, um, yeah, so let, let's just talk about the fact that uh, Trump had uh, Trump's personal valet tested positive for COVID-19. So so Trump at the same time, like Whoopi Goldberg said on The View, Whoopi Goldberg said, they can't even control the shit in the White House, but they want to open up the whole damn country. Right. They so quick to just say open up every damn thing. They can't even control the shit in, they da- in the damn White House. You Ridiculous! Know, everybody got to wear a mask in the White House except for Trump. Ain't that some shit? That's stupid. I really so, think he but, got but it. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that the White House now has rapid tests that you can tell within five minutes if you got the shit or not. So how the yes. hell do they get the fucking advanced technical ability to do that shit? And yet the average American probably has to wait a week in order to get their I test see. results if they're not in the fucking hospital. You know, let's talk about that for a fucking second. You know, the fact that this guy still doesn't have, we still do not have the adequate amount of testing in order to to, to have a comfortable level of reopening. You know, many people... No, but this this is my thing, because it's a lot of artists that that have been, like, donating to hospitals or to testing centers or whatever to administer these tests free of charge. So I don't understand, like, I don't know. I don't know. But after a while, people not even going to be trying to take the damn test. What for? Shit. What do I need to take the test for? I'm not sick. Because yeah. now it's just like we're not even ha- we're we're two months in, right? We're like sixty days in, I guess you could say. You know, in order for a habit to 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 take new form, or in order for you to change something, you at least have to be doing it for ninety days. We're right. Two thirds of the way into it, and most people are saying, "Fuck this shit." They're getting tired of it. They're, They're saying, "Open this shit back up." Nobody beans and rice. They want to get out. They want to frolic in the wind. <laughs> they want to play in the water. 
They want to roll around in the grass. And yet they are stuck on their ass looking at TV all damn day. How many, wow. how many old games can you watch on ESPN? <laughs> how much times can you look at the news people and you see the damn weather lady come on four or five times and say the same shit over and over again? <laughs> right, right. Today is sunny. Okay. Keep the, you know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dear, anyway. Right. Uh, <laughs> you, you're right, Darren. You are right. People are sick and tired. Sick and, sick and tired. tired. Sick and tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, let, let's just talk about uh, uh, as well of the uh, tragic shootings of, uh, of since we last met, we learned about the tragic death of Ahmad Ar- Arbery, uh, who was gunned down in, in uh, this was in Georgia, right? In, in Brunswick, yeah. Georgia. Because he was running in a neighborhood, he was he was jogging around in a neighborhood, and these two white guys, father and son, they decide to be vigilante and they want to apprehend him. They think that it's perfectly fine to chase somebody in a fucking pickup truck with a shotgun and say, "Hey, you stop, hold on, we're gonna but talk." Darren, to you. Do you know the backstory of it? What that they thought that he was a robber. They thought he was, yeah. Uh, he was, yeah. So, so, actually, did you see that they have video of him of uh, a mod like going into because they were doing like construction were, or something? They were, yeah, they were renovating a house on the block, mm-hmm. and I guess uh, a mod. There's video of him walking through it. Didn't take nothing. Didn't take no. He didn't he take nothing. And, and I guess technically, you could say it's trespassing, but it's an open building. He's just taking a break. He's running. He's going to take a break, see the progress that they're doing in this house. He's just a little curious. Now, what I want to know is why these two white men are so curious to be vigilante. And it's not their property. They didn't take it. But now they want to solve crime and take a bite out of the crime for their own damn self. Why don't you pick up the damn trash off the side of the road if you want to do your fucking civic duty, you fat motherfucker? Why don't you why don't you make yourself useful instead of just calling the police and thinking that you can take shit into your own fucking hands because you right. ain't anything else to do? Why don't you go run on a fucking treadmill or an elliptical? Do some pushbacks from that motherfucking table from you, your fat ass keep eating all so much. So because you've been eating all this toxic food and Twinkies and shit, you think that it's okay <laughs> to go outside and to chase somebody and, and, and to try to arrest them. I don't get it. So these, these people, they come up, they think it's okay. So just imagine you're somebody jogging around to these fucking uh, 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 white racist motherfuckers on the back of a pickup truck come up, pull up on you and say, hey, we need to talk to you. You pull over. We need to come. I don't know you two motherfuckers. You're know. You look dangerous. So of course right. I'm going to try and keep running. I'm going to try right. to go around you just like he did. And so, right. they, so they try to start some shit with him. They go up that there was harassing and start him. some shit, try to apprehend him because they think they're a fucking cop. If you want to be a fucking cop, you fat motherfucker, you go run and take the test like everybody else. You Thank think just because you have a shotgun, you can inflict damage on other people and to take law into your own hands? Mm-hmm. What if somebody said, well, hey, look, you killed this guy. I'm going to come and kill you, motherfucker. Right. What if somebody said that? Right. Oh, oh, now, now, oh, well, we got to follow the law. 
you should call the police. That's when right. shit's not fucking change. You know, but they, they're not thinking that way. They're thinking it's my neighborhood. It's some, some nigger boy running around. He keeps running around here. I don't know what the hell. Why would he want to run? I know your fat ass don't think of running in the same way as everybody. No. But your fat motherfucking people run to exercise. Not just to sit on a fat ass like you. You want to take justice in your own. And they look like some rednecks. Oh, Derek. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah, of course I'm upset about it, obviously, because it's just ridiculous. So, I'm so gladly last week they were apprehended and taken to jail like they deserve because they assaulted Mr. Arbery and then murdered him. Right. And that's the simple fact of it. They murdered him in cold blood for no reason. They started some shit, they got some shit, and then they thought that they could get out of the shit just by saying, oh, we thought he was a criminal. No, that's bullshit. Bullshit. You you take that ass to jail, and you serve time just like everybody else. They deserve the the death penalty just like anybody else for doing that. And I'm tired of hearing black people saying, oh, well, I forgive them. Yes, 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 I, I, I do forgive them on principle, but they better serve their fucking time in jail. Right. I right. forgive you for what you did, but because of justice, you need to serve time in jail. Right, right. And, and that's the end of the story. End of you story. need to rot in jail because I, I don't want you to rot in hell. I want you to rot in jail, though. Right. No, I want them to rot in hell. They will rot in hell. I mean, but Darren, you bring up, you brought this point up before. They just looked, and I think anybody who's a proponent of the white supremacist movements and all of these race racial attacks of violence on innocent black people, they just look like they're mentally ill. If you look at their those guys' headshots, right. not their headshots, but their mugshot, the mugshots of these men, they look fucking crazy. They look. They don't look like they. Ill. They don't look like they are in tune with reality. Exactly. Yeah. They look like they live in their own little world. Mm-hmm. And precisely the times has changed. Okay. Like, I mean, it don't seem like the times have changed, but as far as like our freedom and like our rights to do things, like they, it seemed like they were just living back in the nineteen six, the nineteen pretty much. 60s. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But there were some other cases that came up in the meantime as well. What do you guys think about those? Well, I know there's a, the other case of Brianna Taylor, unfortunately, who last week we found out that she was murdered by the Louisville Police Department back in March. Two of detectives, one of them was, was a sergeant, and it was a it was a botched search warrant. They, they they claimed that they knocked on the door, but even the neighbors said that they did not announce themselves. So, wow. so they were trying to apprehend some kind of criminal who didn't even live there. So they he was already in custody. And he was already in custody. That night he was already in police custody. So so not only that, so not only was he already in custody, but they go to the wrong address. The guy doesn't even live there. They don't even knock on the door. They, they start shooting. And then, you know, the guy who lives there, it's his apartment. Of course, he, he doesn't know who the hell you are. You don't announce yourself. Right. So he's shooting back trying to protect himself and his girlfriend. And and they take him and they charge him with a, 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 a attempted murder of a police officer. And we just find out late this last week that the one officer who sustained a gunshot wound, it was from his partner's gun. 
So these cops, they were shooting so much, even shooting through windows, that they, shot, they even shot their own fucking partner. And then they're going to blame this guy who's, whose house that they unlawfully tried to enter. You know, like, like what, is, what, is, what is the purpose of you? And, and, and I'll tell you what this reminds me of. It reminds me of the Ku Klux Klan being in, in infiltrating places like the law enforcement and the military mm-hmm. and using those forces yes. to continue the work of the KKK and the white supremacy movements because those things, these kinds of actions don't add up whatsoever. Whatever At they, all. the lies that they're telling, the stories that they're creating. They're all fabricated. So don't ever believe if you are a white person, black person, Asian, whoever you are, please don't believe these stories that these people are trying to tell you because it's the real truth is corroborated. That means that multiple people will say if if I'm the person in the home, I, I have neighbors, other people are saying they did not announce themselves. Well, the truth of the matter is they did not announce themselves. So don't believe them when they say that they did, because from yes. the other perspective, they did not. No, no. So I just think that it's the KKK and all of these other groups that are continuing to do their bidding and the work underground of, you know, whatever movements they're trying to create, which is to cause havoc and cr- yeah continue to create fear um, among the minority people because they're finding that they're no longer in power. But guess what? They, whatever you guys try to do, I'm going to just say this to whatever organizations are out there. It's, it's futile because you don't have control over procreation. You also don't have control over the world. That's God's role. And what God has said is, is that minorities and natives of this land are coming back, okay? So the European people that came in to infiltrate and to kill and destroy, guess what? You're going to go back down to the ground where you came from, which okay. is Okay. Okay? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, I just don't, I don't believe that these lies that they're trying to tell us and At all. no, it's just not, it doesn't add up. So whatever you guys are trying to do to kill us, destroy our souls, it's not working. They not we'll, going. Right. We'll, we'll just continue to talk about it and bring light. And unfortunately yes. lives are lost and we have to create more movements. But we life. will continue to say their names. Right. Exactly. We'll continue to say their names. Exactly. And that's the most important part. Yeah. We will continue to spread the truth and not the lies. Amen. And they will not, they, their souls will not um, perish in vain. Say that again, Darren. There was another one, um, right. another so story. Too. He was uh, recording on Facebook Live. He was in a, uh, a, a vehicle pursuit uh, to where the police were chasing him. He was in his car and even said while he was, you know, um, in the car, just talking about how he didn't, you know, want them to shoot him or anything like right. that. He gets out of his car, he's running away, and they they shoot him. They they start firing, him. Him. and then they because they 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 thought that his phone was a gun, you know. And and then not only that, so his name is Sean Reed, and this happened That's in Indianapolis. Looks like a gun. Let's even speak about the fact that while you know, because his he was on Facebook Live, his phone was still running after he yes. was shot and he was gunned down, gunned down by these officers. That when the officers had approached him, 
you know, one of the officers said, well, it looks like it's going to be a closed casket, homie. And, 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 that, and that just shows you that just a disconnect that some of the officers have. And it's right. like if you have that much disconnect that you are in a warrior mentality all this time. Right. Maybe you need to only work a few months out of the year. Right. Maybe you don't need to be working five days out of the week or doing 12-hour shifts because yeah. obviously your mental capacity uh, uh, seems to be at, at, a, at a reduced level because yeah. you're going through all this. You're not, I admit, police officers, yes, they do go through difficult situations, but they're supposed to be skillful. This, yeah. that, look, look, you're getting paid all that damn money to be skillful. If you're mm-hmm. just going to be shooting motherfuckers like that, then we need to just pay you less than a social worker because you can't actually solve a problem. All you're right. doing, all you are is a militia at that point. Right. Go back to the military. That's what yeah. I said. You just yes. use guns in order to, to, to solve your problems. And that is not what, what society needs. Society needs solutions to complex problems. makers. Right. 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 So, so these, these people, they shot this guy down dead, you know, and, 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 and just to say that they thought that he had a weapon, you know, like, what is that? I, this is my thing. I don't understand how a phone looks like a gun. I really don't. Like, because from far away, like, an iPhone, like, if you have a, it, it's freaking a rectangular, like, shape. A gun, I mean, I guess a pistol, maybe, I don't know. I wouldn't even, if anything, if you think the freaking assailant is carrying a gun or some type of weapon, wouldn't you think to just tase them if you're not too far away from them or whatever, like... Well, you'd have to be like If you got freaking the little bullet, the... the um blanks or something like i don't know i don't know what they got something where it's where you could shoot and not freaking kill them yeah i don't know why it's been so many cases that has happened i don't know why the police i don't know why the the police force hasn't come up with something with with some type of alternative to do or to practice or whatever so they will stop killing people because they shoot to kill they when they fire off that gun they're not trying to miss now, if they were trying to shoot off a warning shot, you could shoot to the left or to the right of somebody and make sure you don't hit the motherfucker that, that, you're, right. that you're aiming at. But they don't do warning shots. They shoot to kill. And because, you know, just like with this guy, Sean Reed, they kept firing until he was down and they kept shooting until right. he was on the ground. And, and I, but what I don't get is how do you shoot somebody who's running away? Right. If they're yeah, running, that's what I'm they saying. are not a threat. So you cannot, to me, you can't justify you taking that person's life because they were running away. They yes. were running toward you. Running away. You don't need. You don't need to be even on desk duty, motherfucker. You need to be cleaning up the fucking floors Fire. of the place. If you can't handle even that, you. I don't even want your ass fucking processing paperwork, motherfucker. You need exactly. to be cleaning windows somewhere. Right. Right. Ridiculous. You don't need to be no cop. You know, you're too scary. Shit. Right. That part. Like, you need that scary part. carrying guns and shit around for. Yeah. Yep. We go back to that training. They need to definitely be trained and people need to be screened before they put out, they're put out into screened. the Screened. Okay. No. Just the wrong people that are in these jobs for the wrong reasons. For and the we wrong reasons. About making sure that they don't continue, you know? Yeah. 
you know, we're going to close it up, Darren. You have anything else in politrix you want to share? Oh, yeah. So we, let's just talk real quick just about the fact that uh, that the House of Representatives, they did pass a bill, a $3 trillion bill, which would offer $1,200 per individual, just like the last stimulus that was received, uh, including $1,200 for each eligible uh, child in each uh, uh, household up to three. So That's a hero act. Right. So so the House passed it, but it's likely that it's not going to pass the Senate. We, we all know that Moscow Mitch mm-hmm. runs the Senate. Moscow Mitch, Mitch McConnell, he's nothing but a traitor. He's been the single most uh, the single most poison to our democracy and to our government for the last 10 years, over 10 years, ever since Obama got in office. That guy's been nothing but a menace. And somebody needs to take his ass out. Get him out of office. He does not need to be in office anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, let, let's so that may or may not pass, so we can be on the lookout for that. But also, you know that California has been offering an extra six hundred dollars in stimulus payments uh, for those who are uh, unemployed. Uh, um, it's extended out to those who are self-employed, like actors and, and and different people who are self-employed. But the thing is, is that it's so much money; it's more money than more people averagely get. You okay. know, when they were working, you know, people right. who may yeah, have gotten going back to work. Yeah, they may they may have gotten twenty six hundred dollars per check after taxes, but now they're getting a four thousand dollar check. So, so some people aren't motivated to even go back to work. You know, I know our sister was uh, talking to us about a, a hiree who declined a job offer because she was like, "You guys pay less than my unemployment." <laughs> That's facts. I mean, honestly, like if you can't up the ante, then it, the truth is, I'm not going back to work. You don't give me an incentive to. <laughs> I like keep, you know, doing my projects at home, watching my TV shows, right, <laughs> doing what I got to do, handling business. I got my time back. You know. Hey. I can't say that if I was um, unemployed and receiving um, these checks, I can't say I wouldn't be going out <laughs> trying to look for jobs. So I would be one of them like, all right, well, come on, keep them coming. All right. <laughs> Seriously, keep them coming, Lord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And you could be unemployed for up to a year. So, yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, and even after that, you can renew, so you can submit a new right. application for new benefits. <laughs> yeah, people, I mean, especially because of those, you know, in the entertainment industry, because they are self-employed or independent contractors, miscellaneous workers, you're not giving them any incentive to go back to work. I mean, I know a lot of people in that industry also look for fame, and some kind of notoriety as well. So that gives them an incentive to go back. But uh, everyday people, you know, they're just like, I'm just trying to live my best life out here and and have autonomy over my schedule. Uh, So it just is what it is. Darren, you said you think the government gave out too much money. Yeah, yeah. I think they did. I mean, how the hell is Governor Newsom going to say he needs to make over five and have billion dollar cuts to the state budget and because the unemployment is draining the 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 damn budget how are you going to say that and then you know you've been giving out all this fucking money why you freaking idiot maybe you should have just matched whatever the, their income was before because now people are getting overpaid so right. I, don't, I don't really see i don't really see the correlation because it's just like yeah i mean it doesn't it doesn't I make mean, any sense 
Unemployment is also taxed. So that if people are not claiming those taxes, they'll still have to pay it back federally and to the state by the end oh, sure. of the, the year. So that's smart about it. You have you gotta be smart about it. You can't just spend all the money. Right. If you get the full check, obviously put some aside or choose for some percentage to be taken out. Um, of that amount too, so people. Who the hell know that? I've been seeing empty boxes of flat screen TVs like a motherfucker around here. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing all kinds of shit. People have been using that money. Shit, they've been spending. Yeah, which is sad because they gonna owe taxes and then. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know it's a lot of people out there that's already not educated. I wouldn't read that shit. You know, yeah, it's a lot of people not. Child, I still not. got my stimulus uh, money in in one of my bank accounts. Okay, okay. just post it. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna end it off on a good note. You know, any final thoughts or comments? This was a great Oliver happy hour. We're gonna be doing these on Zoom until we can come back, folks. But thank you yes. for listening. I'm gonna go around. Devin, you got some words for the people? Um, y'all just continue to stay safe. Don't get too anxious. Wear your mask, wear your gloves, um, wash your hands. Uh, keep distance six feet apart. Um, and if you're going to gatherings, you know, just be aware, just continue to be safe. I know I haven't been wearing my mask around my family, but um, we still keep our distance and we be washing up, wash my yeah. hands consistently. So, um, <clears throat> just continue to, um, to stay safe. And consider, I mean, um, regarding the stimulus checks and stuff and the unemployment, y'all spend wisely. If you got to use it, spend wisely. Okay. Don't just be going out there spending your money, um, just splurging it, buying whatever, buying TVs and whatnot, like spend it wisely. Um, this, the state is, I don't know where it's going as far as financially, but Lord, I just pray that <laughs> we get it together. Okay. Right. Right. What about you, Darren? Darren. Thank you, Dev. Well, just in general, just, um, have greater hope for tomorrow and remember what your purpose is. That's all. Amen. Well, what I got to say is, you know, everybody just be safe out there. Continue loving on each other, growing spiritually and emotionally, mentally. Use this time to do, continue to do self-reflection and to grow because you should not be the same after this is all over. You should have created and developed some new skill or new talent. Lastly, I want to say our mom is having a bake sale for these sweet treats on May 23rd. Memorial Day is next Monday. Mm -hmm. So next weekend on Saturday, we will be doing a bake sale. You know, uh, for those of you in Compton or L.A. area, Gardena, Carson, go ahead and check out the OliverEnterprises.com and go to shop the section shop and you can order her cakes online. You know, they can be delivered or you, we can also uh, schedule pickup. We're giving away some free coffee too. So yes. out as well. We're going to end with our favorite scripture. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in, Trust the, in Lord the Lord with, with all, all your, your heart. heart 
and we can leave that on your own understanding. In all our ways, ways, acknowledge him and he (laughs) he shall direct us. All right, everybody, take care. Oh, so weird. (laughs) Adios, dear. Where's the music at? How come we didn't have any? I've been playing it this whole time. You guys didn't hear it? No, we did not. We have not heard the background music. It played like the whole song played. I had to rewind it. Anyway. Oh, wow. I never want to waste your time. We should have told you that. Bye, everybody. No precious. It's yours. It's mine. And look at the time. Oh, my gosh.